SEO is AEO, welcome to the show, Joost de Valk. That's very impressive. <laughs> that, that's my jingle. Like <laughs> First, a little introduction to you. Uh, I noticed before 2010 you had loads of jobs. Well, quite a few, yeah. Which one stands out? So I've, I've worked in, in uh, a lot of different areas. Um, I, I think the, the most interesting to me, even now, is the, the hosting background. I've been, worked in a couple of enterprise hosting companies. Um, and that gives a perspective on how the web works that is yeah. still useful to me today. Yeah, I'm sure. And, um, and then in 2010, I, I uh, it's even earlier, in, 20, in 2006, I joined an SEO company and learned SEO there. Okay. Uh, and then went on to another SEO company to do even more SEO. Those were all pretty fun. Yeah. It, it was, but, but it was, this it, is the funnest. Oh, by far. I mean, the, the thing is, agency work is is very rewarding when it goes well, but it's mm. also a very uh, busy life with a lot of travel and a lot of. Yeah. Uh, and as weird as it may, may sound, I working at Yoast allows me to be at home more than I've ever been before. So since 2010, I've seen more of my kids than before, and Brilliant. it's awesome. Yeah. Oh, and you sponsor their football team, don't you? We sponsor a lot of different things. So we sponsor uh, the local hockey club, the local football club, uh, a lot of the local sports activities. We sponsor... Uh, grass hockey, not ice hockey. Grass hockey, yeah. like Yeah, not the weird thing that they do with pucks, etc. I don't get that. No, yeah, so it, we, we sponsor a lot of things locally. We are very involved locally in, in our town because, well, we, we benefit from that town, so it's very nice to be able to give back to it. Yeah, and I saw you, you guys sponsored uh, the, the lady from Italy, can't remember her name, yeah. uh, to come here, which yeah. is brilliant. So she, she, was, she was incredibly she was She was incredibly good, yeah. yeah. Now, I, uh, we have a diversity fund that we, that uh, that we use to um, uh, help speakers get to conferences that they otherwise wouldn't be able to attend uh, if they then increase the diversity of that event. Mm. Um, so a lot of times that translates into female speakers. Mm. Uh, for events, but it can be a lot of different things. Yeah, no, it's funny. I mean, again, you, you mentioned somewhere on your LinkedIn profile, I think it was, that you like to look at clients who have a bigger impact on the world than just making money, which is brilliant. Yeah, um, making money is very boring. Um, <laughs> I, it's, it, it's weird in a way, but if you're a developer and if you're, uh, or, uh, and even if, if you're like me, a developing product guy, mm. making money on the web is not necessarily hard. Mm. Uh, making it meaningful to do is something entirely different. Yeah, and um, I try to do what I do for for good, and, mm. and sometimes I succeed, and sometimes you don't. But yeah, well, that's yeah. it. No, I, that, but that that phrase stood out in, yeah. your, in your profile. Yeah. I really liked it. But actually, we're here to talk about uh, WordPress with Google support. This is all kind of very new. Uh, Google are now announcing jobs for people WordPress specialists within Google. They have a couple of WordPress people. I'm, I I. I um, I struggle to call it Google supporting WordPress. I mean, we're, they are showing more interest in the ecosystem than they've ever done, mm. and I think that's very cool. I don't think the ecosystem needs them to thrive, but, but at the same time, I think we're better together in a, in a lot of ways. So if mm. we can work, if we as Yoast can work with them and make it useful, or if um, they can work with other WordPress uh, companies to build cool stuff for 
WordPress users around the world. I I applaud that, yeah. and I want to shed light on that and show that it's very valuable stuff that they're doing. Yeah. The, the team that we that is doing this at Google is is very committed to the open web in a way that not always Google seems to be, mm. or not all teams at Google seem to be as good at at articulating that. Yeah, I mean, this idea, I mean, Google, some, some people, Google is evil, but in fact, in the, it depends on the department, as far as it, I can tell. Yeah, it's, well, it's, I, I, I don't think you'll hear anyone say that they're evil, oh, like... I just did, sorry. <laughs> no, 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 but it, about themselves, is yeah. what I mean. So, I think all, all people that work at Google are doing that for reasons, and they, and they all think that they're doing very good work, and mm. I think that for some teams, it's slightly harder to explain why, why it's good for the entire society. Okay. Yeah. For this team, it's very clear that what they're doing is, I mean, there's goals for Google, because a better, mm. thriving open web, mm is good for Google. It's coincidentally also yeah. very good for us at Yoast yeah. if the open web does better because I can't see us making money from stuff Facebook does. No. Um, so we have a shared, like the open web needs to do better for all of us to be able to thrive. Yeah. So the, the end goal is much bolder and bigger than just a, a small metric somewhere. It's like they want to help the open web to succeed. Yeah. If they can keep it up like that, and if that business case is something that keeps being accepted within Google, then I uh, want well, more power to them. Yeah, great stuff. Okay, and I read up a little bit about it um, on my own, so I don't actually know what you've been saying about it, so I kind of went off and did my homework. It seems to me they're approaching, the first thing is speed. They're saying WordPress is way too slow, we need to make it faster. Uh, speed is one of the things they've been talking about a lot, yeah. And that was their point of entry. So I think I, I noted some numbers down, it was 25% heavier, 25% more requests, and visually slower by 16% is what they were saying. Yeah, if you compare it to other CMSs, yeah. The, the problem here is a bit that, um, even comparing WordPress to WordPress here is hard. <laughs> yeah. Because every site's different, and because of our theme system and our plugin system, if you load a lot of plugins and, and a heavy theme into a site with mm -hmm. a lot of stuff, then it becomes slow. Yeah. So um, we need to figure out how to work around that often. I and mean, we have that problem with Yoast, and they are running now into that same problem. Like if we want to mm -hmm. make WordPress as a whole faster, there's things we can do, and they're. And they're they're trying to do that. I, not all of their projects are succeeding as well as others, but um, I think that, yeah, if they can help provide some of those newer web technologies to WordPress to make the whole thing smarter and, and faster, I think that's better for everyone. Yeah, and I mean, they're, they're talking about AMP and they're talking about yeah. putting AMP in the core. Um, yeah, so they have not- that's gonna happen soon? No, I don't think AMP will ever be part of core. I, okay. do, I do think, I, but I mean, I don't have a final say in this, of course. Uh, but um, I don't think AMP will ever be part of Core. I do think that if what they're, they've announced now, that if they that they're uh, basically cutting the AMP uh, library up into small pieces that you could also use, then I can definitely see parts of that AMP yeah. library go into Core because they're very useful things. The, yeah. the CSS tree shaker in AMP. Um, let me give you an example. If you um, if you have a site with a theme and you install a couple of plugins that add Gutenberg blocks, mm. editor blocks for the new editor. Mm. Every one of those blocks needs styling. And the way we currently load styles in WordPress, that means that we 
load all the styles for all the blocks on every page, regardless of whether that block is being used on that page. Which is foolish. Which is rather slow and stupid. And the CSS tree shaker that they've built for app is something that says, okay, let's only put out the CSS for stuff that's actually being used on yeah. the page, which is a very simple concept, but to build it is actually quite hard. And they've done a very good job of that. So I actually think that that functionality is very powerful and that could be very useful for core. Yeah, and that's liable to be a bigger, quicker, easier win than, than trying to push AMP to the core. Yeah, I, and I think that that, uh, I mean, their, their goal is to make those web pages better and faster. Mm -hmm. And I think no one in WordPress is going to say that it's bad for WordPress pages to mm -hmm. load faster. Um, so if, we, if they come up with good solutions that would actually make um, the web, uh, the, the WordPress web as a whole faster, then I, I think nobody will object to that. I don't think AMP as a whole is ready for inclusion in anything, mm -hmm. to be honest. Ooh, anything. No, I, no, sorry. I'm no, yeah, well, I, I, I honestly, we've, we've tried to make Yoast fully AMP and uh, Yoast.com and yeah. we didn't succeed because we were running into problems. Uh, yeah, I, I've got a mate who develops and he was trying to do AMP for, for, for a site and he just said it, it, it's so bitty, it's really bitty it's, it's, trying to install it with the thing. It, it's, so the, 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 um, the latest versions of their plugin are very good and you, if you have a very simple site, I think mm. you could make it fully AMP without problem. Mm. Um, but as soon as you want to do slightly more interesting forms or other things, mm. then we just lack the, the software to do that. So yeah. you have to build everything by hand, which is not an option. So... Um, well, I'll tell my friend that he's not as bad as he thought no, he was. He's I, actually I, quite good. And canonical AMP, as, they, as Google calls it, is actually hard right now. But that's why I applaud their, like, split, let's split this up. And I'm looking forward to using some of those pieces, uh, definitely on yours.com. Great, super. And the other one is uh, PWA. I mean, I, I didn't know anything about it, and then I interviewed Elaida Solis about it, and now all of a sudden I think it's the best thing since like. PWAs are awesome, and the yeah. PWA feature plugin that Google is working on is definitely something that I think should be included. In a better than AMP, then. So. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, it's also it's it's not as intrusive. Yeah. Um, but they allow for modern web technology in uh, in a very good way, and I think that that. Uh, feature plugin has, has done a lot of good work to highlight that and to uh, so yeah, yeah I no so I, I mean so more PWA less AMP just in the sense that it, it's liable to bring more benefit easier to install well yeah and also the uh, I think PWA as a whole is also more of a, a completely web driven thing it's, yeah. not, it's not just a Google thing yeah and um, I think that's well Alberto just said it on stage with me if they'd gone about making AMP a library first and promoted the individual bits of it, then it would probably have been received differently. Oh, okay. I think that's true. I think I th that's also why putting AMP into core is something that I think is politically problematic mm. because there's too much backlash on it. Yeah. And, and from what I understand as well, sorry, moving on to the different no, subject, you mentioned Gutenberg ahead. earlier on. Yeah. Uh, Google seemed to be incredibly enthusiastic about it. I mean, I've, I've seen the reviews for it. Either they get one star or they get five stars. And it seems to me the SEOs are giving it five stars and the, and the content writers are giving it one star because they can't wrap the text around an image or something and, and they're complaining there, about being restricted. definitely bugs. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, okay. it's, it's relatively new territory. Um, the UX needs to improve. Um, I don't know whether 
you, the thing is, people knew how to do a lot of things in the classic editor. Mm. That doesn't necessarily make the classic editor that we had before Gutenberg yeah. any better. Brilliant. Um, I kind of like Gutenberg as, an, as a content writer too, but it's because I've gotten used to it. It's, it's like if you change, like when Facebook changed timeline, everyone mm. was screaming too. It's, um, I think that's what it is. It's you, you need to get used to a new yeah. way of, of doing things. And we're, we're all a little bit reluctant to kind of adapt. We, we yeah, like what and, we, we and, and at the same time, I want to be honest and say, yeah, I, I too think that there are bits there that aren't working the way they should yet. Yeah, I mean, I found with Gutenberg, I only saw it on my site, and I, I'm obviously super duper SEO, and I thought my content was really well structured, and I installed Gutenberg, and then suddenly realized it wasn't well structured, and I wasn't being clear, and it taught me a very good lesson. Yeah, to, to there's things in there that, 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 funnily enough, we as, an, as SEOs didn't build, but there's like the heading structure stuff yeah. that's in there, where it highlights if, you, if your heading structure is weird, it's like, how did we not have this before? I mean, it's, <laughs> it's awesome. From an accessibility perspective, that's a very good feature. Yeah. So, um, it has issues. Mm. But it's real. But it's, it, it's, it's it, I look forward to working with it over time and have it become better, yeah. Yeah, I, I saw it moving on to something else with plugins. I mean, I, I think I'm checking my numbers. Tide. They have a thing called Tide that's auditing or has audited 40,000 plugins. Yes. And saying if they're bloating, if they're slowing. No, is that so, true or is no. it? No, so what up? Tide does basically is run um, so called code sniffs over software. And it checks. So that, that's code sniffs. Yeah, like code a dog. Sni sniffs, yeah. So S N I F F. So um, what it does is it tries to recognize patterns that are insecure or okay. otherwise um, not very good for a plugin to have. Um, the sniffs they use are coming from, from a couple of different things. So you have the PHP compatibility project, which, yeah. which automatically detects whether your code is compatible with a certain version of PHP. Okay. And you have a WordPress code style, which ca catches like, hey, you've coded things weirdly here, but you also like, you're doing things here that you, that you shouldn't do. Not respecting the codex. You know what, not the codex, but uh. the, the code standard as a, okay. as a whole. Mm. Um, that is a powerful idea. Mm. It's, uh, I think it's very hard and, and, and what we struggled, they struggled with as a team is to get those results displayed in a meaningful way to developers because I think that's the, the only audience that can really read yeah. that. Um, but what you see is a lot of large development teams like us and Jetpack and the, the bigger teams, we all have our own testing stack that does very similar things. We all run those checks on our code okay. too. So every- So it's more for the amateur plugins that people like me It is write. more, it, it is basically creating, uh, trying to level the playing field for, okay, uh, for smaller plugin developers, um, which I think is awesome. It's just, it's very hard to create that infrastructure in a good way. Yeah. But it, I mean, we have a lot of things that we do at Yoast that we can only do because of our scale. I mean, we have people working full time on writing tests uh, okay. and just literally writing tests, what the tests, whether our software does what it should be doing okay. and adding to that every single day. How many, sorry, how many developers have you got working on the plugin at the moment? Just completely curious. Uh, we've got, uh, it depends a bit on how you define developer, but a 40-ish. Oh, crumbs. And it was just you up until what, 2013? 
It was just me up until 2013, yes. Super, so it's gone from one to 40 in Yeah, and there's years. a lot of other people around it. Yosa's a company is now 100 plus people, so it's... Uh, yeah, I think I've met all of them. Uh, uh, well, not all of them, because not all of our foreign <laughs> colleagues are here, but you've, there's, uh, there's a good 85 of us here at Yoscon, yeah. Yeah, and I think that great, great bunch of people. I mean, I've, I've uh, we're having time. good fun, yeah. yeah so it's, it's been wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, sorry, back to, back to the, the WordPress. The WordPress going, they're, they're developing, hang on, progressive themes, plugins, and... WP tailored tools and infrastructure, which I hear hosting. Uh, are Google kind of taking over? No, ah. no. Uh, I honestly don't expect them to do hosting any time soon. So uh, they really, you really feel they're contributing? They're not kind of going to swallow WordPress no, whole? No, they're not. Um, I don't think WordPress is something even Google can swallow. It's too big for that. Okay. If you consider the hosts in the WordPress community and how big they are, yeah. uh, GoDaddy, for instance, has a lot of WordPress sites. We, okay. work, we work with them a, a lot. But that is a, uh, a company that is huge. I mean, they acquired Host Europe last year for hundreds of millions of euros. Yeah. They acquired one of the largest hosts in Europe. Um, there's a, quite a few players in that space that are not as big as Google, but GoDaddy is big. Yeah. GoDaddy is the biggest domain registrar in the world. GoDaddy is like a huge company. Yeah, I was, I was talking to the guy from Namecheap who's here. He's yeah. saying they're second, but there's they, a Yeah, Namecheap is also, yeah, yeah, there's a pretty big, big gap. Um, but so Namecheap is, is awesome too. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of these companies, and, and Namecheap too has an interest in the WordPress world. And yeah. there's so many companies that have an interest in the WordPress world that are beyond just uh, Google. I mean, Google has five people working on WordPress. We at Geos have ten. So I don't want to over understate what they're doing, but I also don't want to overstate it. I mean, Yoast is bigger than Google. <laughs> well, in that small, area, one, small one. area of things. Brilliant. You've got to find the spring. No, I mean, yeah. I mean, Automatic, who are behind Jetpack and WordPress.com, yeah. etc., have a ton of people working on WordPress core every day. Yeah. So. There, WordPress as a whole is a very large ecosystem. Yeah. And uh, there's the idea that people sometimes have that you can step in and, and swallow it. It's just unfeasible. Well, yeah, I mean, I think kind of we've got so used to Google walking in and swallowing things or, or taking over or, or influencing it, too, it, it, too much in inverted commas. I, yeah, and, uh, and keeping that skepticism is good. Oh, totally good. I'll keep it scattered. <laughs> I mean, because Barry Adams, I'm going to talk to him about yeah. uh, the, a Google-shaped web, which, uh, as far as I can see, he's quite negative about. Uh, and it struck me that this WordPress move might make the web even more Google-shaped. Yeah, so uh, I, I take a slightly more positive view of humanity right. than Barry. <laughs> uh, but I, I mean, I, at the same time, I think he plays an important role also in, in, in keeping the, the skepticism is very healthy. It's, it's good to, to question what they're doing and what their motives are. And I think it's also very good to realize that, that Google on the left might be doing things that Google on the right doesn't know about. Brilliant. Yeah, 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 sure. I think we forget that, in fact. Yeah. We kind of imagine that this machine that really knows all the parts know what each one's doing. I, I have run into things so often, like recently they announced Newspac, Automatic, or WordPress.com, and Google announced Newspac. Yeah. And everyone I talked to at Google knew nothing about Newspac. Okay. And I have 70 contacts at Google, and nobody of them knew anything about that project. Okay. 
So it, it's a huge corporation. You, you kind of can look at it like a government. Like if you look at the British government, you can complain about the British government as a whole, but that's not really helping anyone. No. It's, if, if you have a problem, it's with a specific department or a specific thing. That doesn't make the entire thing bad or good or anything. Yeah. It is. No, no, yeah, sure, right. So we, we, a, a more realistic view is yeah. that, you know, Google is moving forward. Google is... Yeah, and, it, and, and, and Google also is. It's not... I don't think it's inherently evil. I do think it's huge. Yeah. And it's a huge power on the web as a whole. So the people that we see here are positive, I think, and are in that positive for the web as a whole. And there's probably also people that are in that negative for the web as a whole that, that are doing things cool. in Google. So that's the result of it being so incredibly big. Super. I, I find you incredibly reasonable. I think that's brilliant. I'm totally over-enthusiastic. Barry Adams is a bit pessimistic and, and critical. You're right there in the middle, and that I, was wonderful. I try to be. <laughs> Thank you very much. That was absolutely brilliant. Thank you. SEO is AO. Thank you, Yoast. Thanks. Thanks.